step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. And when do we do that? Well, let me go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. Every Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there are several ways that you can join me and the show. One, pick up your telephone, dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2. That is the number 2. There you can create an account and join me in the chat room. Or you can join me live, all the way live. That means you can see my face, my expressions, my, you know, rolling of the eyes, all that good stuff. You know, whatever it is I'm feeling, because I do wear my feelings on my sleeve most of the time. <laughs> if you want to catch me there, you catch me live on Facebook. It is Tina D. Jackson. All right. You friend me, I tag you, and then that's the relationship. It's just that simple. All right. Don't forget, if you're not following the show already, please do so. Again, go to that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2. Click on the follow link. Follow all of the uh, necessary prompts, but more importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find me in iTunes, all right, for all of my Apple lovers out there. Just go to your iTunes account. Uh, go to LL Sports 2 with TJ and click subscribe, all right? It's just that simple. And that, uh, again, it lets, it lets the, um, you know, Internet, the, the cyber world know that you enjoy what I do. Plus, it also gives you updates, reminders about the show, synopsis, and all that good stuff, you know, because I know we get busy and everything, all right, so that is the housekeeping. Let's. Uh, what is on my mind tonight? Well, you probably already know. Won't dwell on it too much, but most definitely have to um, 
address it and talk about it. Uh, you know, what, a couple weeks ago we had Mexico. Last week was Puerto Rico, you know, the natural disasters. And now this week, last uh, Sunday, the massacre in Las Vegas. And, you know, let me just say something. I know it will not be popular, but it is my truth. You know, I am just thankful that race cannot be brought into this situation. Because here you have an older white male uh, who purchased over 33 count them 33 y'all guns and rifles legally mind you um however you know due to the easy access um to purchase accessories for these machine guns he turned his legal guns into illegal guns in just a matter of mere minutes um you can learn this stuff you can buy this stuff over the internet um and turned those guns on thousands of innocent concert goers at a country music concert and one I don't know if she was a senator or a mayor or something, but she said, you know, this is just not what you expect at a country western music uh, concert. And you know me, the skeptic that I am. So what are you trying to imply? Had this happened at another type of concert, would you have expected it? You know, I'm just, but again, I'm just glad that uh, race cannot be brought into this situation. And, you know, for him to just take aim on innocent bystanders for to be no apparent reason. I cannot, I have yet to hear, um, not that not that there probably is or could be a valid reason to just start raining down, you know, bullets on innocent people, but uh, for no apparent reason. So, uh, you know, this government, they have to find a way to get a handle on gun laws in this country. It's just, I, I don't, what else do you need to see? What else proof do you need, government, to get a handle? And, and again, he bought the guns legally. Uh, no red flags, but at some point, you know, at some point in this process, you know, let's just say after 10 guns maybe, something, you know, should have been flagged in somebody's system. He bought 33 guns, rifles, in the course of a year from, I think they said September of 2016. No, I'm sorry, uh, August of 2016 through uh, September of, of this year. 33 and nothing. Nobody caught nothing, but um, NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Foley Family Charitable Trust, they announced a joint donation of $300,000 to support the victims of Sunday's mass shooting in Las Vegas. Um, in addition, under the banner Vegas United that sits um, in, this, in the heart of the city, the league, its clubs, and players will honor the victims at uh, season opening games this week and provide additional assistance through pledge drives and other ventures. And the university um, – UNLV, the University in Las Vegas, their football team, they are set to wear red ribbon decals on their helmets this coming Saturday versus their upcoming game against San Diego State to honor the 59 people who were killed. So, again, let's just make sure we keep all of those families uh, in our prayers, the ones who, you know, unfortunately died, and then the, the hundreds that are still, you know, in the hospital, some still fighting for their lives. So let's just please make sure we keep them um, in our prayers. Uh, just a note, next week and every Wednesday for this month, the month of October, um, the show will start 30 minutes later. Um, they have resumed Bible study for the month of October at my church, so um I will be attending uh, Bible study for the remainder of the month. I had to either change the time, uh, you know, or cancel the show a bit more than usual over the past few months. So since I wasn't able to give adequate advance notice for tonight, I I did not attend Bible study tonight because I just didn't think it was fair, you know, to to you guys, my fans, and my listeners. Because, again, I know I've been um, 
you know, kind of uh, changing changing the time and, and, and stuff. So because I was not able to give you adequate time tonight, I did not alter it. But next Wednesday and the next three Wednesdays for the month of October, the show will be from 8.30 to 10. It's only going to be 30 minutes short um, because I will be attending Bible study. All right. So with that, let's go ahead and get to the rundown because this is a sports show, and, yes, we have plenty of sports to talk about. So let's go ahead and get to it tonight. Does the punishment fit the crime? Bears linebacker Danny Trevathan, uh, he received his punishment. Actually, it, uh, it was appealed. We'll talk about that. Did the punishment fit the crime? Of course, NFL recap of week four had some wonderful games again this week. Are the Chiefs the number one team in the NFL? We'll go over the week five power rankings. Uh, the NBA of the MVP, he gets PAID. Yes, he does. Go ahead, Russell Westbrook. I ain't mad at you. Of course, Major League Baseball wild card games um, are in effect, and the playoffs are right around the corner. Definitely want to get into that. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. You already know Wednesday Wikipedia. Oh, the wonderful Lucinda's lyrics. I can't wait to see what she has on tap for us tonight. TJ's motivational moment, and oh, so much more. So we'll go ahead and jump into our first break. After the break, you already know we'll be live on Facebook. So if you tune in on there, go ahead and get your get your Facebook accounts ready, and um, we'll be going live on Facebook, and we will dive right into NFL Week Four recap. And of course, the Thursday night game kicked it off. Bears Packers want to talk about the hit that Danny Trevathan um, put on Devontae Adams. Call me up, let me know what you think. I put the picture um, of the hit on. Uh, on my uh, homepage for on um, Block Talk Radio, and y'all just the look in Devonte Adams' face. Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about the hit and all of that recap week four right after the break. So we'll get into it. You already know that's what your girl does. Uh, we talk about sports, sports, and more sports. This is LL Sports Two with your girl TJ.
for you there, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl tonight. I don't think I mentioned the songs, uh, the breaks tonight. Really no rhyme and no reason. However, this uh, that song right there, Andy Irie, she did celebrate a birthday earlier this week, so shout out to her. Happy birthday to you, Andy Irie. All right, and yes, now we are live, all the way live on Facebook, so make sure you getting tongue-tied already. That's how excited I am. Make sure to tune in or join me live on Facebook, all right? But don't forget, 347-826-7924 is the number to call to dial in if you want to talk to your girl. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. NFL recap week four. I'm not going to say it because I said it every, you know, Wednesday this week. Yes, I am going to say it. The season is going by entirely too fast. All right. So week four kicked off with the Bears at the Packers. Bears fell to the Packers 14-35. Don't know. I I see that some of these teams, you you never know who's going to show up. But then again, every Sunday, football games are about matchups. And some teams just match up better with other teams and vice versa. It's especially when you're going up against a division division rival. And if you didn't know prior to this game, the Bears and the Packers were actually tied at 94 games apiece. They each had 94 wins in their uh, collective history of playing against each other. So, of course, you know, somebody had to go up. Well, it was the Packers, okay? <laughs> the Bears fell 14-35. to Glennon, he was 21 of 33, 218 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, and two fumbles um, that he lost. Howard had 18 rushes, 53 yards, and one touchdown. This is the Bears' 10th straight uh, road game loss, and also they've lost 10 of their last 11 divisional road games. Uh, for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, he was 18 of 26, 179 yards, four, count them, four touchdowns. Um, he's He's, he has 21 four-plus touchdown games, and that ties Dan Marino for fifth most of all time. So you've had four touchdowns in a game, and you're only still fifth on the quarterback list. What? That means 
these quarterbacks have been falling over the years, okay? Um, he was 7 of 9 in the red zone, and that's including all four passing touchdowns. For Jordy Nelson, he had four receptions for 75 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he's the first in the NFL in receiving touchdowns since the start of last season. He has a total of 19. This was the Packers' sixth straight home win, and they have won six straight divisional games. Uh, but the Packers did not get out of this game unscathed. They had a lot of injuries actually entering into the game, and then they had quite a few uh, during this game. Who left the game? Their running back, Ty Montgomery. He had broken ribs. Uh, running back, Jamal Williams. He left with a knee injury. And then wide receiver, Devontae Adams. He was taken to the hospital after a helmet-to-helmet hit by linebacker Danny Trevathan. If you have not seen the hit yet, don't know where you've been because it's been all over the, the, the um, you know, the news, all over, over the circuit. But I want you to call me up. Hit me up, 347-826-7924. Hit me up in the chat room or on my timeline. Do you believe that, one, no, let's just, I don't know, I'm not even going to say he's a dirty player because Trevathan used to be with the, uh, with the Broncos. And I've never known him to be a dirty player, so I'm not even really going to go there with it. But call me up and let me know, do you believe it was a dirty hit, and do you believe it warranted the original two-game suspension that was levied on him for the hit? I will go ahead and answer the question now. It was an extremely dirty hit. Anytime a player, and I don't care if he's a linebacker, a safety, a wide receiver, the kicker, if you lead with your helmet, you know exactly what you're doing, okay? And I do believe it was frustration because the Bears had just had, I don't know if it was one or two penalties called against them um, that was, of course, allowing the Packers to, to, to march down the field. Uh, I don't know if, um, and, and forgive me, I can't recall if any of the penalties were called on Trevathan, but when you look at that hit, there's no other there's no other explanation for it. My um one of me and my homegirl we were talking about this Sunday and she was saying, you know, Tina Tina, it's it's a football play. You know, the 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 players they they cannot gauge where they're hitting a player at sometimes. And they're in the throes of the game and they're moving at, you know, lightning speed and you can't change your trajectory, you can't plan for it. And I I agree with all of that. I, I do not I do not disagree with any any of those notions or, or what she said but when you look at the play he went in full force full throttle and I'm not saying that he could have seen the the the, the way that the Devontae Adams body was but my god y'all I have never seen a hit and been so scared in all my life, I thought that man was dead because when you saw the hit and he just, his first of all, his mouthpiece flew out of his mouth and he just landed and laid there like, like he was dead. I, I, I cannot describe it in any other way. And I have never seen a hit as a fan, just looking at it as a fan. And I can only imagine if you're a, if you're a Packers fan, but I can only imagine if you were his family looking at that hit. I thought that man was not going to wake up. So, um, Yes, I do believe it was a dirty hit, and I do believe that the two-game suspension was warranted. I don't think he should have appealed it. Uh, he did, and it was reduced to one, you know, one game. Now um, he did. He 
did show remorse. He really did. Uh, in the in the locker room after the game when they interviewed him, you know, he said that he didn't believe that he did anything wrong. Um, he did, you know, he, he he admitted that, you know, he felt like it was in the throes of action or or in the play. But um, he did say that, you know, he, he hopes that um, Adams, you know, was not severely injured or anything like that. But you just you have to know better. You have to know that a hit like that can not only end someone's career, but it can end their life. And you have to just play smarter. I don't care how frustrated you are. I don't care what's going on in in your mindset. But you have to know as a defender playing in the National Football League, you cannot leave with your helmet. Too many rules and regulations against it now. Too too many eyes on on those plays. And uh, to be that, and to me, it was just irresponsible. Um, so I do believe he should have got the two games. I don't think he should have appealed the uh, the suspensions, but he did. It was reduced to one game, and here we are. But I want to hear your thoughts. Call me up, 347-826-7924, or hit me up on the timeline, all right? So, um, And for both of the players, we know that I'm, – I'm sorry, not both of the players, but both of the teams. Um, we know that Aaron Rodgers, he had asked for the members of – you know, the fans at the game to link arms at, uh, at the, for the national anthem. Y'all, when I tell you, it, it seemed like it was about uh, in, a, in a stadium of maybe, what, 60,000 people, maybe 30 <laughs> linked arms. So when I tell you the divisiveness of the protest and what people are um, willing to do or not do or how they feel, it's, it's, it's very paramount to me. And... I don't know, but like I said last week, I'm over it. I'm tired of talking about the protests. I'm me personally, TJ. I'm ready to get back to football, and I think the masses have spoken. <laughs> you know, we know where uh, people stand. Whether it's uh, divided down racial lines, whether it's avid football fans versus non-avid football fans, um, I think the people have spoken. The players have spoken as well. Um, but at this time, because for me, the message, the original message of why Kaepernick was willing to kneel has totally been lost. And until we can get back to the real issue, let's just talk about football. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the Sunday games. We had the Saints at the Dolphins in London, so the Dolphins were the home team. It's time to stop going to London. Because if, if we're going to get games like this, the last game was a blowout, and this one is a blowout as well. The Saints, they just demolished the Dolphins 20 to nothing. For New Orleans, Breeze was 29-41, to 268 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Kamara had five rushes for 25 yards, 10 receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. And Thomas had eight receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Did we even see Adrian Peterson? I don't believe is, – is Adrian Peterson, Peterson still on the Saints staff? That was – I don't know what he thought he was going to accomplish, but it might be time for Peterson to move on, Martha, move on. <laughs> this was the um, Saints' first road shutout, though, since 1995. From Miami, Jay Cutler, he was 20 of 28, 164 yards, um, an interception. This is the first time his team has been shut out as a starting quarterback in his career. Uh, Ajahe, he had 12 rushes for 46 yards, two for 20 on third downs in their last two games. So if you're not converting on third downs, you might as well just go sit down. I mean, let's be real. That's really your bread and butter. That's when your quarterback makes his probably most prominent 
throws or passes. That's when, you know, wide receivers get their name in the books. That's when running backs, you know, they get the extra yardage. But you are two for 20 on third downs in your past two games. And it was so funny. Uh, they had <laughs> – I've been watching NFL Network now because does anybody like the new lineup that's on uh, ESPN, the, the Sunday NFL countdown? They really need to revamp that. Come on, boom. Come on back to us. Come on back because this, the lineup they have now is, is horrible. So, anyway, I was watching NFL Network, and <laughs> it was Michael Irvin. And he said that the only team that needs to play in London is Jacksonville because they are the only team that has traveled over there and been successful playing in London. Everybody else, it's, it's just like a crapshoot. They go over there and they just lay eggs. Well, of course, now we know the Saints – you know, they scored 20 points, but it took them to the second half. I think the score was like three to nothing. Nobody scored anything until like the last 30 seconds of the of the second quarter. Don't nobody want to, want to watch a football game like that? I know I don't. I guess unless you're a Saints fan or a Dolphins fan, but come on now. I really think they need to limit the London games personally, but, you know, hey, who am I? Just an NFL avid fan. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. All right. So then you had the Rams at the Cowboys. I was trying to keep my eye on this game, the Falcons game, the Steelers game, and uh, the Houston. Went well, on uh, Houston there. I stopped watching them about second quarter. But this one was a barn burner. The Rams Cowboys thirty five to thirty for for the Rams. Golf was twenty one of thirty six, two hundred and fifty five yards, two touchdowns. When I tell you Todd Gurley is back. That scoundrel, it, it just amazes me how you can see just a totally different player from year to year. I know the sophomore year, people, are, they have, you know, game plan for you. They know how to, like I said, they know how to game plan for you. So you're not really going to be probably as successful as you were your rookie year if you were really successful. But, I mean, goodness, his third year, I think he's doing better than his rookie year. But Gurley, he had 23 rushes, 121 yards, seven receptions for 94 yards, and a touchdown. He has had a career high of 215 scrimmage yards. That's the most by a Rams player since 2006. He's the second player in franchise history with 100-plus rushing yards and 90-plus receiving yards in a game. And Zerline, they're calling him Legatron. <laughs> thought that was cute. But, yeah, he had seven field goals. That's a franchise record. The Rams, they have scored 30-plus points in three games this season. Why do I say that? Why is that a big deal? Because they only had three such games in the previous two seasons combined. The Rams are doing the doggone thing. And I really hate to talk about it. I really hate to, to report on it because they are in my division and they are just running away with the division right about now. We're still early. We're only in the first quarter. But they're getting on my last nerve. They really are because they are really, really looking good. If you're a Rams fan, you should be shouting right about now. But, again, it's only four weeks. Anything can happen. Anything can change. But I, I don't want it to change due to, like, injury or anything like that. i love to see some good football regardless of if you're in my division or not. Then for the Cowboys, Prescott, he was 20 of 35, 252 yards. He had three touchdowns and still came up with a loss. Elliott, 21 rushes, 85 yards, two touchdowns, one of those receiving. Bryant, five receptions for 98 yards. The Cowboys, they turned the ball over on downs at the Rams' 39-yard line with 27 seconds left. So they were, you know, on the road they were, or on a drive to possibly win the game, but – Turned it over on downs. So for the uh, let's keep on moving. The Jaguars they fell to the Jets twenty to twenty three in overtime. 
for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Bortles, he was 15 of 35, 140 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 24 rushes for 86 yards, a receiving touchdown, and Jack had an 81-yard fumble return for a touchdown on defense. For the Jets, whoever said that they were trying to tank the season this year, they lied, okay, because the Jets are really trying to win. Um, McCown, he was 22 of 31, 224 yards, one interception, one fumble loss. Uh, Cannon Zero, he had a game-winning 41-yard um, field goal. Powell, he was 21, um, had 21 rushes, 163 yards, one touchdown. He also had a 75-yard rushing touchdown. That's the second longest in Jets franchise history. And then McGuire, he had a 69-yard rushing touchdown as well. Then, oh, this game here. Panthers at the Patriots. Let me repeat that. Panthers at the Patriots. Panthers woo, walked away with a win, 33-30 to for Carolina. Newton was 22 of 29, 316 yards. Patriots defense is horrible. Let's just call it what it is. He had four touchdowns, one of those rushing, um, one interception. This is his sixth career game with three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in the same game. That's tied for the most in, the, in, um, in NFL history. Funches had two receptions and a um, I'm sorry, two receiving touchdowns. Peppers had two sacks. And then Gino, he had a 48-yard field goal as time expired. So they won um, as time expired. For Brady, he was 32 of 45, 307 yards. So no slouching day for, for Brady. He also had two touchdowns. Um, Hogan and Amendola, they each had a receiving touchdown. Gronkowski, he had uh, only four receptions for 80 yards. But the New England Patriots, they have allowed 30-plus points in three straight home games for the second time only in franchise history. So that shows you how, how prolific, how, how the Patriots, um, they are known for taking care of business at home. They really are. That's why I stress that the Patriots went into, I'm sorry, that the Panthers went into New England and got away with the win. So, again, they've allowed 30-plus points in three straight home games for the second time in franchise history. Uh, the Patriots have also allowed 128 points through their first four games. So I posed the question on Facebook. I also posed this question during my text when I text, you know, for my listeners to listen to the show. Is the reign of the Patriots, is the dominant reign of the Patriots, is it over? Are we seeing a decline in the New England Patriots or – is it just the beginning of the season and they'll get it together? What do you think? Call me up. 347-826-7924. I do believe that every dog has its day and the sun don't shine always. So if it is time for the Patriots to fall, fall, King Arthur fall. <laughs> I will not shed a tear. Sorry, brother. Love you but I'm about tired of your Patriots. Okay. Then you had the Steelers over the Ravens. Steelers 26, Ravens 9 for Pittsburgh. Roethlisberger, he was 18 of 30, 216 yards, a touchdown and an interception. For Bell, he had 35 rushes for 144 yards, two touchdowns. This is his third career game with 140 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. That's the most in the NFL since 2014. Brown, Paul Antonio. He had four receptions for 34 yards. Um, this is the sixth straight divisional win for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and this is the sixth win in the last seven road games uh, for the Steelers. But let's talk about Antonio Brown. Did you see the hissy fit? 
Did you see the what do you, what do we want to call the temper tantrum that Antonio Brown uh, displayed on the sidelines? Now, mind you, was Antonio Brown wide open? Was there complete daylight around the young brother? If Berger would have thrown him the ball, yes, no doubt, no question about it. It would have been six points. But with that being said, they were still up. The Steelers were up at the time um, that Roethlisberger missed him. And how do you get that upset? I understand that wide receivers are prima donnas, but I mean, let's just be real. We all know that any any wide receiver that has a grain of salt, you know, to their name. They've all been prima donnas, okay? T.O., well, Terry Rice, I really don't think he's been a prima donna, but, you know, of course he wanted the ball, especially if he was wide open. But T.O., Michael Irvin, uh, let's talk about the ones now, Odell Beckham Jr., of course, Des Bryant. I don't think A.J. Green is prima donna, but you, you get my point. But to go around on the sideline, kicking Gatorade buckets, uh, you know, hollering and fussing at your offensive coordinator, If I haven't gathered one thing from that scenario, it's this. I gathered this. If you know or if you see Antonio Brown, the persona that he puts on to the media, that he puts on, you know, he was just on Dancing with the Stars, he's always got a smile on his face. You know, you ask him, you know, are the Steelers going to, you know, put a beat down on the Ravens? And he'll always smile and say, yeah, you know, we're going to we're going to do the best that we can. We're going to, you know, business is booming. You know, that's his, his favorite saying. And, you know, he's always polite. He always has that million-dollar smile on his face. But let me tell you something about people like that, y'all. There's always another side. And I've always believed that Antonio Brown has anger, anger management issues. That brother is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde if I've never seen one. Because the way he just erupted like that, oh, no, one of the two is real either the going off on the sideline or Mr. Smiley. And I think Mr. Smiley is just a persona. I think that brother has got some anger management issues. Call me up. What do you think? <laughs> but, yeah, come to me, do you, do you think he he went overboard, you know, with the with the temper tantrum? Me personally, yes, I do, because your team was winning. You won the game because they asked him after the game, you know, how did he feel? Did he regret anything? He said no. He said I would do the same thing again. So that just shows you it's not about the team with Antonio. It's all about Mr. A.B. But for uh, the Ravens, Joe Flacco, he was 31 of 49, 235 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, This is his 10th straight game with an interception. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. And Wallace, he has six receptions for 55 yards and a touchdown. All right, let me jump to... Facebook here. Shout out everybody who is tuning into the show. Oh my goodness. Eric Graff, thank you so much for tuning in. Oh, no, I don't want to cancel. I don't want to block. Okay. Denise Green, that's my mama. Shout out to you, mama. Chris, what's going on, Chris Madrigal? Michelle, what's up, Mimi? Rob Smith, thank you so much. David Tucker, welcome back. Ain't Karen, Karen Smith, tuning into the show. She says, hey, Tina, I'm here. I see you, Auntie. Let's see, Rob says, you rocking that shirt and hat, boo. Appreciate it. You, I'm always repping the 49ers. We'll get to the 49ers at the, at the end of the at the recap. But, whoa, where is Cap? All right. <laughs> Let's see, David Tucker said, who? Well, Okay, David, I'm sorry. I should have got to the to the comments a little sooner. Not sure what you're talking about. Uh, David says the Cowboys had too many that weren't bailed out in time. Okay. 
still missing that. But okay, I appreciate the comments. Oh, Shao, thank you so much. Misty, what's going on, my 49er sister? David said, let the pads splash. Let him go ahead and just flat onto the ground. And Missy says, Antonio Brown showed another side. Yes, he did. I'm telling you, he really has another side to him. And, Brian, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Hit me up on the timeline. Tell me what you think, what's going on in your mind in the world of sports. All right, so let's go ahead and get back to week four. Yes, it's already week four, y'all, NFL recap. So we have the Titans losing to the Texans. Houston, you have a quarterback, Okay. You should be feeling very, very, very optimistic about your season this year. The Titans fell to the Texans 14-57 to for Tennessee. Marcus Mariota, he was 6 of 10, 96 yards. He had two rushing um, touchdowns, also two interceptions, but he left the game with a hamstring injury, and they are saying that he's, um, you know, game to game. For Murray, he had seven rushes for 31 yards. But for Houston, Deshaun Watson. How he failed to number 12, all of you other people who took quarterbacks before Deshaun Watson, I hope he was worth it. But I believe that Watson is exactly where he's supposed to be. I'm so happy that he's with Tennessee, um, with I'm sorry, Houston Texans. And I do believe that uh, that's all the Texans needed was a good, solid quarterback. But for Watson, he was 25 of 34, 282 yards, five, count them. He had five on it, okay, five touchdowns, one of them rushing, an interception. He's the third rookie in NFL history with four passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown in the same game. For Miller, he had 19 rushes for 75 yards, two touchdowns, one of those receiving. Hopkins, 10 receptions, 107 yards, one touchdown. And on defense, Cole, he had an interception um, return for a touchdown and a sack. For the Texans, that was the most poor scored and the largest margin of victory in their franchise history. For the Bengals, they were uh, they beat the Browns 31 to 7. Dalton 25 of 30, 286 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, he did have a fumble loss, but that's his fourth career game with four plus passing touchdowns, first since 2013. For Green, he had one receiving touchdown. Really no stats to tell you about Cleveland other than they are now 0 and 4 in back-to-back seasons for the first time in franchise history. My question Will the Browns win a game? I don't know. I don't know. Then the Lions over the Vikings. Let me tell you something. I need to start going with my with my first mind and my picks because I did think that the Lions were going to beat the Vikings. However, every time I pick the Lions, they always lose. So am I a curse? Is it me? I don't know, but we're going to find out this week. Okay. <laughs> but the Lions over the Vikings, 14-7 for Stafford. He was 19-31, of 31, 209 yards. This is his 54th career win as a starter. That's the most in Lions history. Abdullah had 20 rushes for 94 yards and a touchdown. And the defense, they recovered three fumbles. They have a plus-nine turnover differential um, this season. That is the best in the NFL. But you know what? Check this. They're not the best uh, defense. Carolina Panthers are the best defense. Did you know that? Now you do. All right, now check this out. The Lions owner, Martha Ford, she asked her team not to kneel during the playing of the national anthem during um, a team meeting recently. This was according to running back Amir Abdullah. Um, He told the Detroit Free Press. Uh, He said that in exchange for finding a different way to protest racial injustices, Ford said that she would be willing to donate money and her name to community issues at the heart of each player's cause. What do you think about that? Of course, it's her team. An owner has the right to suggest, um, ask, demand. I mean, is that do they have the right to demand what they want? 
I don't know. I thought we lived in America, free choice, free speech, all that. But, yes, she did ask them not to kneel, but she said that she was willing to donate her money and her name to uh, community issues at the heart of each player's cause who felt the need, you know, to want to protest uh, during or for the national anthem. Sometimes I just think money doesn't solve everything. Of course, would the charities like to have money to be able to fulfill their obligations or their needs or whatever they want to do in the community? Of course, money is solves a lot. But I don't know. Is that kind of like selling your soul? Be like, okay, you you're 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 muzzling me. You know, I I can't do or show protesting the way I want to. But you're gonna give me some money to be you know to be quiet. I don't know how I feel about that. Definitely know that I don't agree with it. 347-826-7924, that's the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. Call me up. What do you think? From Minnesota, um, Cook, he had 13 rushes for 66 yards, a touchdown, and a fumble loss. But for the Minnesota Vikings, very bad news. We'll talk about that in NFL News and Notes. Um, the Giants, they fell to the Bucks, 23-25. to Manning was 30-49, 288 yards, three touchdowns, one rushing. That was Manning's first uh, rushing touchdown, though, since 2014. Um, actually, that's the team's first in, first rushing touchdown of the season as well. Uh, Beckham Jr. had seven receptions for 90 yards. He dislocated his finger. He actually put up on Instagram a shot of him catching the ball with the dislocated finger. Pretty ugly, but, hey, pretty pretty impressive all at the same time. <laughs> um, but, of course, he said it won't be a problem. This is the Giants' fifth 0-4 start. Since the Super Bowl era, they're not used to starting 0-4. For Tampa Bay, though, Winston was 22, 22. 22 of 38, 332 yards, three touchdowns. This is his sixth career game with at least three passing touchdowns. Only Brad Johnson of the Bucks um, has more in franchise history. Mike Evans was five, um, had five receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. And Folk, he has a game-winning 34-yard field goal as time expired. Eagles, they won over the Chargers 26-24, to a lot of close games once again this week. I'm telling you, there are really no dominant teams in the NFL, I, I believe, this season. The matchups have just been extraordinary over the past, over the first, I'd say, four weeks of, of the season. No teams really running away, and that's what I like. I like the competition. Um, but for Philly, Wentz was 17 of 31, 242 yards, one touchdown. Blunt had 16 rushes for 136 yards, 109 yards after contact. That means that boy is running over people. That's what that means. <laughs> he said, give me the ball and let me go. Um, that's the most in the NFL this season. And for the Chargers, uh, Rivers was 22 of 38, 347 yards, two touchdowns, one fumble loss. Um, they're now 4-12 and in one-possession games in the last two seasons. That's the most losses in, an, um, in the NFL in that span. Then the Raiders, they fell to the Broncos 10-16. Uh, Carr, he was only 10-18, 143 yards. He left the game with back spasms. We'll talk about that in NFL news and notes, um, just not looking good for the Raiders. E.J. Manuel, that's their backup quarterback. Um, he was intercepted at the Denver 8 on a pass intended for Cooper, um, and that was on the team's final possession. But good news for the defense, uh, Khalil Mack, he had two sacks. They've now lost consecutive regular season games for the first time since week nine um, 
week nine in 2015. Then for Denver, they were, they are now 22 and five at home since the start of the 2014 season. That's tied with the Packers for the best home record in the NFL in that time span. Um, for Simeon, he was 16 of 26, 179 yards, one touchdown. And Anderson, he had 29 rushes for 95 yards. And then Monday Night Football, that was a burn, barn burner. And can I just say, I. I forget to say this each week. I am happy to see and hear the Monday Night Football anthem back. I love it. I missed him. What's his name? Uh, can't think of his name right now, but, you know, the country do. I loved it. Are you ready for some football? Yeah. I'm so glad that that, um, that anthem is back. Just wanted to share that with y'all. <laughs> but the Redskins, they fell to the Chiefs 20-29. to Washington Cousins, he was 14-24, of 220 yards, two touchdowns. The Redskins, they now fall to 0-5 on Monday night football. They are one of five win. No, I'm sorry, Cousins, he is one of five winless quarterbacks with at least five starts on Monday night football. Prior senior, he looks like he's going to be a very good acquisition for the Redskins, but he's got to work on those drops. Bruh. You are too big. You are too big of a target. You are going to be critical and crucial for the Redskins offense to be dropping passes the way you do. Get it together. What are you doing in practice? But for Pryor Senior, he had 44. Um, I'm sorry, he had a 44-yard receiving touchdown. Um, that was his first touchdown with Washington. And Hopkins, he had a game-time 40-yard field goal with 47 seconds left. But 47 seconds was a little bit too long for the Chiefs. Uh, Alex Smith, he was 27 of 37, 293 yards, two touchdowns, one of those rushing. For Kareem Hunt, 21 rushes, 101 yards. He's the fourth rookie in NFL history with at least 100 yards from scrimmage and four straight games to start a season. Kareem Hunt is the truth. Let me tell you, that little rascal, woo, looks like a little, I don't know what he looks, but he's fast. Whatever little fast rodent animal running up and down the field, that's what he looks like. <laughs> Okay, I wish I had him on my squad, I ain't going to lie. Then you had Kelsey, he had seven receptions for 111 yards, one touchdown. This is Kelsey's eighth game with 100-plus receiving yards. The last um, two seasons, no other tight end has more than four during that time span. But the good news for KC, Butker, their kicker, he missed a field goal earlier in the game. I believe it was in the second quarter. But it's not how you start Oh, it's how you finish. Bucker had the game-winning 43-yard field goal with four seconds left. And this was his NFL debut. They just pulled this brother off the um, – the, I don't even think he was on the practice. No, he wasn't on – I think he was on the practice squad. can't remember what they said. David, that's what they tell me. Um, but, yes, he. this was his NFL debut. He, Like I said, he missed a kick earlier, but he made it when it counted. And then um, Kansas City defense, they scored a defensive touchdown on the final play of the game. The, this is the fourth time that the Chiefs have started 4-0 and or better, and they are now the last remaining unbeaten team in the NFL. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, David. Butker came off of the Panthers practice squad just last week. So, like I said, this was his NFL debut. Um, missed his first kick but came through um, in the clutch. So this question at the beginning of the show on Facebook and also in my text, does this mean that the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now? Hit me up. What do you think? 347-826-7924 is the number to call. All right, so before we jump into 
our games. Of course, I'm talking about the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. We're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, yes, we will recap. One team won, two of our teams lost. Do you know which one? Well, we'll talk about it right after the break. This is TJ, LL Sports 2. Everything I do now is 
it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. That's right, they sure do. Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Yeah, it sounds so good. I just had to say it again. <laughs> that is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, on LL Sports 2. So as I said uh, in the break, I love the dialogue in the timeline, or on my timeline, I should say, on Facebook. Um, Misty Joyner Downer asked my opinion on the Sports Illustrated um, negligence of leaving off the one main person who – got this whole conversation started. I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe even last week, but um, just feel like it's a, um, just an egregious oversight on the part of Sports Illustrated to leave off Kaepernick off the cover of the Sports Illustrated. They had Steph Curry. Um, oh, who was it? I think Aaron Rodgers was on the cover and somebody else who just absolutely had no business being on the cover. So it, it was it was an egregious oversight on the part of, of Sports Illustrated. And then their so-called excuse was because they wanted to address what was going on that current week. That was their reason for who they had on the on the cover. Go sit down, Sports Illustrated. <laughs> and, of course, um, David Tucker, he says that, yes, the Kansas City Chiefs are the number one team in the NFL. However, he would be a little biased because he is a diehard Chiefs fan. <laughs> So y'all hit me up. What do you think? Are the Chiefs the number one team in the NFL right now? You know, hey, they're the only team that's undefeated. So I don't know. Can you go against it? And like I said, they are the only team. I believe my stats are still correct. They're the only team to have scored a scored on offense, defense, and special teams this season. So they are very complete. I will give them that. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to recap uh, the teams. Uh, you know, our team. So let's start. The Colts fell to the Seahawks, 18 to 46, uh, for Indianapolis. Brissett was 16 of 29, 157 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and a fumble loss. Both turnovers, though, were returned for touchdowns. You will not win when they are scoring touchdowns on your turnovers, okay? Moncrief had a receiving touchdown, and Gore, Gore, just come on back. Come on back home. Boy, we missed you. You know we want to come back. He had 12 rushes for 46 yards. Um, Let's see. Their starting center, Keyshawn Bond, he left the game with a torn quad. And then for the Seahawks, Wilson was 21 of 26, 295 yards, three touchdowns, one of those rushes, one of those rushing, two interceptions. He is now 10 and one um, in career games and home primetime games. So he's won 10, only lost one in home primetime games. I guess he shines bright when the lights shine brightest. Uh, for McKissick, he had a rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown, and Wagner had a fumble return fumble return for a touchdown. The Seahawks, they outscored Indianapolis 36-3 to in the second half. That's the most points and the biggest differential in a second half in their franchise history. Um, but for the Seahawks, they had uh, quite a few injuries. Cornerback Jeremy Lane left with a hip. Defensive end Cliff Averill left with a neck injury. And running back Chris Carson left with a leg injury. Then for the Bills and the Falcons, the Bills overtook the Falcons 23-17. to For Tyrod Taylor, he was 12 of 20 for 182 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Shady McCoy had 20 rushes for 76 yards. And Hoshka had a 56-yard field goal and a 55-yard um, 55-yard field goal, both in the fourth quarter. This is their first road win for Buffalo at Atlanta. Check this. Since 1973, I was a year old with the last time Buffalo won in Atlanta. What? 
they had lost their previous four times they played here in Atlanta, you know, since then, of course. But they ain't won in Atlanta since 73, y'all. I know they don't like boarding that plane up until this past Sunday. <laughs> and then for Atlanta, Ryan, he was 24-42, 242 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions, and a fumble loss. But for Matt Ryan, as I mentioned last week, he had 309 passing attempts without an interception. For the last two games, he's had six turnovers. So he's on the on the wrong side of the turnovers right now. Um, so he's had six turnovers in the last two games. For Coleman, he had nine rushes for 79 yards, four receptions for 65 yards, and Freeman had a rushing, t- uh, rushing touchdown. For the for the Falcons, they had uh, they turned the ball over on downs at the Buffalo ten with 44 seconds left. Wide receiver Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu they both left the game. Jones with a hip injury, Sanu with a hamstring, but Jones is not expected to miss any games because the Falcons do have a bye week coming up this week. So that's good news for the Falcons. And then my 49ers, we fell to the Cardinals in overtime, 15. To 18. I have always asked questions. I'm going to ask this question again to all my uh, football fans out there listening in on the phone lines, timeline, and in chat. Would you rather your team lose getting blown out, or would you rather your team lose a nail biter? I have always said I'm a firm believer that I prefer to lose a nail biter. Why? Because at least my team was in the game. If you get blown out, it's like, I know any given Sunday, you may have a bad week. It just may may be a bad matchup. But overall, I would rather lose a close game because my team was in it. We had a chance. All right, I'm tired of this now. This is getting ridiculous. We cannot finish games to save our life. You cannot have a heart condition. You can't have a, a nervous condition being a 49ers fan right now because we are losing games that we should win, okay? 15 to 18 in overtime. This is the, this is the third. We're only in four weeks, okay? First game we got blown out. We've been in them. We could have won. I can't take it. <laughs> For my 49ers, Hoyer, he was 24. 24- 449, 234 yards, one interception. Hyde, he had 16 rushes for 68 yards. We are now 0-4 for the first time since 2010. Um, during the national anthem, I didn't get a chance to see it. I, uh, I I hope that it's on YouTube or somewhere for me to um, for me to check this out. But they say that during um, the national anthem, there were 30 49ers players that knelt in a row with their hands over their hearts, as the rest of their teammates and coaches stood in in a row directly behind them. And the standing players and coaches each had one hand over their heart and their other hand on the shoulder of a player that was kneeling. To me, that had to be a beautiful sight. I, I really hope that I can find some um, footage to to um, show that because I, I really believe that um, I think that's a, a very appropriate way to show unity um, and just to show unity um, in, in the midst of these protests. <clears throat> For Arizona, excuse me, Palmer was 33 of 51, 357 yards, a touchdown, an interception. This was his 290th career passing touchdown that's tied for 13th all-time. That's tied with Johnny Unitas. Fitzgerald, if the Cardinals are going to win, he is always in the play. When is he going to retire? When? Please, please, Larry. 
Fitzgerald, he had four receptions for 32 yards, a touchdown. He's the only active player with multiple overtime receptions, uh, receiving touchdowns. That does include the postseason. And for Brown, he had eight receptions, 105 yards. Uh, Palmer, he had a game-winning 19-yard passing touchdown to Fitzgerald in overtime. I can't take it anymore, y'all. I can't take it. Hoyer, Marlon, I know you, you're probably going to say this is blasphemous. You're probably going to get on me. But I, I need for Hoyer to go. He's not helping us. He's hurting us. Um, I don't know if it's he can't read coverages. I don't know if it's the offensive line that's just not giving him enough time. It may be a combination of both. But Hoyer looks horrible, okay? And the defense, they're doing all that they can do. Now, when he when he, when he he can get the ball down the field, he can make some great plays. I'm telling you, my, my receivers, Carlos Hyde, he's doing the dog up there. But, but, but Hoyer just, he's not impressing me. I have no faith in him. And do you mean to tell me we couldn't get a first down in overtime? All we could do is get a field goal. And then the the defense is staying on the field entirely too long. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get on my soapbox. Janelle likes, you know, Janelle always tell me I'm on my soapbox. I'm getting off the soapbox, okay? But uh, something's got to give. I can't take this no more. I really can't. 347-826-7924. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That's the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. Don't forget if you call me up and you want to talk to me, three four seven eight two six seven nine two four is the number. You press number one, I bring you right on in. So some storylines for week four. Um, after shutting out the Dolphins in London, the Saints have now played four games without committing a turnover. Who does that in the NFL, all right? So New Orleans, they become the third team since 1933 with zero turnovers in their first four games, and that also joins the 1995 Rams and the 2013 Titans. The Browns, as I mentioned, they suffered their 14th straight divisional loss at the hands of the Bengals. Cleveland is now one of 22 in their last 23 games, as Coach Hugh Jackson now falls to 1-19 and with the team. He shouldn't lose his job, but they've got to start putting some wins together. Is it that they don't have the talent? Is it that they just – what is it? But they are 1-19. They are 22-23. and They only won one game. That's just – be careful what you wish for because I could be a Browns fan. Okay. The Panthers quarterback, Cam Newton, he became the first quarterback in NFL history to rush for 50 career touchdowns in the team's win over the Patriots. Newton, who held up a clenched fist after scoring um, the touchdown, he said he did that to show black pride. Um, Newton also says that sports can be a way to unify people. He said, I quote, unity is something that is going to cure a battered mentality in this country, end quote. Um, It was Newton's 54th regular season game. I'm sorry, regular season win as a starting quarterback that pushes him past Jake DeLome for the most wins in Carolina Panthers franchise history. So now we have uh, still have four teams that are 0-3, the Browns, the Chargers, the Giants, and, yes, my 49ers. And um, now we have, I'm sorry, 0-4. So, I think I did that on purpose. I didn't change the number. And now we only have one team that stands alone at 4-0, and and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, 347-826-7924 is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ. So some in 
uh, NFL news and notes, um, Eagles running back Darren Sproles, he's out for the season. He suffered a torn ACL for the Bills wide receiver Jordan Matthews. He had to undergo, uh, undergo surgery for his thumb. They're saying that he's expected to miss a month. For the Redskins quarterback Josh Norman, he has a fractured rib. He's expected to miss about two to four weeks. Um, the team, they have a bye this week, so they're saying that he could return as early as week six, and that would be against my 49ers. Uh, for the Bears, linebacker Danny Trevathan, we talked about this at the top of the show, his suspension has been reduced to one game. It was initially at two, but he did appeal. He won the appeal, so now they're set. Um, he's only missed, set to miss one game. But good news, or is it good news or bad news? Bears fans hit me up, but what do you think? They have they are turning the reins over to their rookie. So rookie quarterback Mitchell Trubisky is set to start on Monday night football against the Minnesota Vikings. Remember, the Bears gave up the kitchen sink and uh, the kitchen and the kitchen sink to move up one spot now. They were they were sitting at third. They moved up one spot to second <laughs> to grab Trubisky um, in the NFL draft this year. Um, for the Packers, Devontae Adams just speaking of uh, Danny Trevathan, um, he has said that he could play this coming Sunday. He's still in the concussion protocol. I think you need to go sit down somewhere, Adam, because that was a vicious hit you took. You may think you can play, but I, I think it's the concussion talking. You need to go sit down. But, again, saying that he could possibly play. Um, but running back Ty Montgomery, he also says that there's a chance he could play despite sustaining multiple, he said, multiple broken ribs. Why would you want to play? I understand you want to give your team, you know, the I can do it, I'm a team player, but you got broken ribs, bro, multiple. Go sit down. <laughs> I understand they give them some kind of shot where they don't feel the pain, but it's not that serious. Okay, you stand up there with broken ribs, you can get out there and stop breathing. All right, for the NFL, uh, the NFL and NFLPA, they met Tuesday to discuss uh, social activism by players. Now, the substance of the meeting is unknown, but the NFL and NFLPA statement notes that it was a very productive conversation and concluded by saying, uh, quote, we are all committed to an ongoing dialogue, end quote. However, NFLPA Executive Director Damar Smith, um, he was in attendance after being absent from last week's meeting. He was very upset because he said um, he told Outside the Lines that he learned about the meeting after it was too late to attend, and he viewed the late notification as insulting to our players' leadership, end quote. Um, for the Seahawks, I mentioned it, running back Chris Carson. He has a leg fracture. He's been placed on IR. For the Panthers, starting um, safety, I'm sorry, Kurt Coleman, he could be out as much as a month after suffering an MCL sprain. The Raiders, bad news for them. Quarterback Derek Carr, he is expected to miss two to six weeks with a fracture in his back. The Raiders, they are 0-2 in games that, that Derek Carr doesn't start. That does include the playoffs. And their backup, E.J. Manuel, he has lost his last five starts. So I don't know how much faith they have in E.J. Manuel. But, you know, a new team, new city, new surroundings, maybe a better outcome. Just doesn't look good. But um, the last time E.J. Manuel won was uh, 2014 just to give you a perspective. <laughs> um, for the Vikings, bad news for them. Running back Dalvin Cook, he tore his ACL, so he is out for the season. Um, Cook had 354 rushing yards this season. That only trailed Adrian Peterson for the most through four career games and franchise history for the Vikings. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned, for the Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones, he did suffer a hip injury, but he's not expected to miss any playing time due to that injury. Again, the Falcons do have a bye week. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. NFL teams should not be taking a bye before week six. It's just too early. should be week six at the earliest that the teams start taking a bye. You have too much time left in the season. 
ridiculous. But I mean, it's good in this instance, you know, for the for the Falcons and even for the Redskins. But I do not believe that teams should be taking a bye before week six. Just my opinion, though. Hit me up. What do you think? Uh, let's see. For the Bucks, um, they're saying. Oh, getting back to wide receiver Julio Jones, though, um, they say that he should be good for the return uh, when the Falcons take the field again October 15th against the Dolphins at home. For the Bucks, running back Doug Martin, he has been activated to the 53-man roster, and he's expected to play Thursday. This is after completing his four-game suspension for performance-enhancing substance abuse. Um, for the Titans, tight end Delaney Walker, he says that his, him and his family, they received death threats um, in the wake of comments that he made earlier in the week. He told fans not to come to the game. He said, if you have a problem with the, with the players who protest, then stay at home. Don't know if that was the right thing to say, Delaney. I mean, the, the people are spending their hard-earned money to come and watch a football game. A lot of people don't want to have politics brought into it. They don't want to deal with politics. So to tell the people that they need to stay home, um, I don't think that's a really was a good idea. But does the man deserve death threats? Heck no. Okay, that is not how you solve a situation. So two wrongs don't make a right, but um, death threats is not the answer. Okay, come on, Tennessee. Y'all better than that. All right, 347-826-7924 is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ. Let's see. Uh, a real quick story here I want to make sure that I mention. Deshaun Watson, when I tell you I just love this brother, I love everything about him, um, he gave his first check to three cafeteria workers in the Texans organization. He says, I quote, for what you all do for us every day and never complain, I really appreciate you all. So I wanted to give my first game check to y'all to help y'all out in some type of way. This is um, in a video. He helped these three women out because they they suffered uh, extreme losses in uh, the Hurricane Irma Harvey. Sorry, Hurricane Harvey. Yeah, so they 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 had um, significant losses in the flood, and so he felt it was, you know, he felt felt it in his heart to donate his first check. Um, how much does he make? I think they said his first check was a little over twenty seven thousand. Um, his base, yeah, his base salary for this year is four hundred and sixty five thousand, and his first check was twenty seven thousand three hundred and fifty three dollars, and so he donated his whole check. Um, to those three, to those three workers. So you gotta love a you, you gotta love a player like that. I just so shout out to you, Sean. You all right with me? <laughs> um, all right. So getting to and I mentioned are the Chiefs the number one team in the league? Well, according to the NFL Power Rankings, the answer is yes. So the Chiefs come in number one. Packers are two. Falcons are three. Since I'm um, sorry, the Denver Broncos four, and the Steelers round out the top five, and then rounding out the top ten. Seahawks come in sixth place. The Patriots are seventh. I firmly believe and truly believe that that is too high for the Patriots because I think that the Texans and the Lions should be above the above the Patriots. But it's, um, but again, the Patriots are seventh. Eagles are in eighth place, Lions ninth, and the Texans round out the top ten. But I believe that the Lions and the Texans should be above the Patriots. 347-826-7924 is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ. But I don't have a problem with the Chiefs being number one. All right, so before we get into our next break, because you see what time it is, the time is almost upon us for Lucinda's lyrics. So before we jump into our next break, I've got to mention this. The Oklahoma City Thunder, they have done 
the right thing. Matter of fact, we're going to give them some applause. Let's talk about it. Because they have paid the man who is the man in OKC, the Thunder. They have signed Russell Westbrook to a five-year, $205 million contract. Yes, the deal starts with the 2018-19 season. It delivers the uh, it delivers Westbrook Westbrook the biggest guaranteed contract in NBA history. If you follow basketball, if you know anything about basketball, the contracts that basketball players get, that is their money. They walk away with every single solitary copper penny, okay? So $205 million. Uh, let's see, six seasons and $233 million through the years 2022 to 23. It also includes a player option on the 22-23 year season. Um, by signing for the designated player veteran extension, it allows for Westbrook to sign for 35% of the salary cap and five additional seasons. So Westbrook will earn $233 million when it's all said and done, which includes 205 for the new extension and $20 million for the 2017-18 season. All right. Um, and the man deserves every single penny of it, okay? If anybody deserves a max extended contract, it is Russell Westbrook because that man shows up every single night when he steps foot on that court. He gives 150% every single night, okay? He does not, he does not shortchange. He does not cheat the fans. He doesn't cheat his teammates. He might be a running locomotive at times, and he may be out of control, but you always know you are getting the very best that Russell Westbrook has to give, and for that alone, he deserves to be paid. So I have absolutely no problems, no qualms, no issues with him being the highest paid, having the, the highest contract in NBA history. That man deserves it. And, yes, I'm saying that and I'm putting emphasis on it because he does not cheat the fans. As I said, you never see him sitting out healthy. I don't care if it's home games or road games. He suits up and takes the court every single night. You can't say that for all of the superstars in the league today. <laughs> okay, LeBron is the worst. But um, but all that's about to change. We'll talk about that later on in the show, too. I want to get the ladies' um, opinions on that, what they think about that. But, again, so congratulations to you, Russell Westbrook, because if anybody deserved it, he definitely does. Um, the the Thunder, um, their uh, owner, GM um, Presti, he took and made a statement. He says, I quote, we are extremely fortunate to have an athlete, competitor, and person such as Russell wear the Thunder uniform. To have him cement his legacy as a leader as we enter into our 10th season in Oklahoma City's, ex I'm sorry, in our 10th season in Oklahoma City is extraordinary. I am extremely grateful to Russell, his family, and to our ownership for the commitment and support that they have demonstrated in supporting our vision for the Thunder. End quote. So, whoever said hard work don't pay off, <laughs> you ain't never put in no hard work. How about that? All right, so with that, I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and jump into our next break. 
Because on the outside of this, it will be time, it will be time for the baddest lady in the land. So make sure you do not move a muscle because she will be up right after this break. All right? That is Lucinda's lyrics. This is TJ, LL's Force 2.
347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. I do apologize if you heard me humming over there, but that's one of my favorites right there. Woo, some sugar-free. All right, so as I said before the break, you see the clock on the wall? You see what time it is? It is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. And you know what follows that? The three amigos will be up right after that. But, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, Hello Sports 2. I have a few facts for you. We've completed week four of the NFL, and the Seahawks performed very well. They annihilated the Colts, 46 to 18. Looked like the Colts needed a boost of caffeine. We had 36 points in the second half, a franchise record. But the two amigos say my team's history is checkered. We scored 14 points in less than a minute. Running back J.D. McKissick was all in it. Although Wilson had 295 yards passing in the game, J.D. McKissick earned a new household name. Chris Carson racked up 76 yards playing smart before he injured his left leg and had to be carted. Other contributors were Luke Wilson, Blair Walsh, and Trent Lockett. Bobby Wagner and Justin Coleman were also playing in the pocket. We were ahead in the first quarter and down by the five in the second. But in the third and fourth quarter, we were forced to be reckoned with. So the Falcons and the 49ers lost. Not surprising. Tonight, I expect nothing less than the losers uprising. Hey, Lou, I can't even I can't even hate on you with that. The way you put in the players' names, the the stats, I mean, you did that. You did that, ain't Lou. As a matter of fact, I got you. <laughs> I can't even. I'm 0 and 4. I can't say nothing. My team, we just we suck right about now. It may be blasphemy to say that, but I got to call it like it is. But ain't Lou, you did that right there. Go ahead with your bad stuff. I love that. Thank you. I can't even be mad. Did you hear what I said? I expect the losers to uprise. And I know that Janelle coming in, she thought she was going to win. I want to know who won the pick this week. Well, you just can't wait to get into the picks, can you? You you won. You won. You know you won. You up four games, as a matter of fact. You up four games on me. Uh, so I had to get to the picks. Though. But you, you won this week. Yeah, you, you, you winning in the overall picks, too. This, this blasphemy has to stop. <laughs> what did you call it? Did you say this blasphemy got to stop? I said it. I don't even know if I used it in the right terminology, but it's it, just what it feels like, so it's got to stop. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Janelle's team lost this week. You know what? I, I really was excited and, and glad that they lost. I'm sure you were since you picked the bills. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. That's all, you know, I just, you know, just say it, that just to say it. But, and then, you know, so I was on for all three teams. I, I voted for my team against you and uh, Janelle, and I mm-hmm. won. Mm-hmm. 
I'm telling you, this is starting to get ridiculous now. I, I can't take it. You, you, you mentioned it last week. You said you were the novice of, of the group, but I can't tell because your picks keep coming in like uh, like lotto. Okay. I'm tired of you. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and bring in the, 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 the last amigo to round out this three. Janelle, what say you? Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to need her to knock off all this giggling. That's what I say. <laughs> there will be no uprising, ma'am. There will be no uprising. Okay. No uprising. Okay. No. Rhyme with no, uprising. No, no uprising, but you're going to leave my team alone. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> So what happened to them this week? What happened, Janelle, to them this week? Well, I don't even know how to answer that. I really don't. You don't? I, I really don't. I don't know how to answer that. I, I'm Matt throwing uh, interceptions again. I mean, it's like he's reverting back to the old Matt Ryan. I don't know what's happening right now. I really don't. I really don't. But I'm with Tina on the one thing that she said. At least we put the fight in. I don't like to see blowouts either. I want us to fight to the end. Mm-hmm. But ooh, well, we wasn't gonna blow up. I don't think we. Blew, I mean, we blew them out, but it wasn't because uh, they weren't trying. But see, that 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 little old McKissick. Nobody knows. He might be something new coming up in there. Well, he is something new coming up in there. So they better look out for him. Yeah. Because he's all excited, you know what I mean? He's a rookie. This is his first year. So he's just like, the sky is the limit. And the boy's playing. Let me ask you a question. Did you actually watch the game this time? Yes, ma'am. I watched the third and the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Sure did on big screen. I had the first one of it, right? Took me a while to find it. Mm-hmm. And so when I did, yeah, by the time I got it, it was in the third and the fourth floor. We're going to get you well, together, yeah. Well, let me tell you something, Lou. I, You know, I hear you, you're cackling over there. You have every right to. I mean, you see how did the doggone thing. You know, they, they came alive in the second half. But, but uh, oh, hold on to your socks this week, okay, because this is going to be a true test for y'all, going up against them L.A. Rams. Yeah, and we don't beat them at home. We're going to beat them on their on they home court. Not court. On, uh, on have field. you even been watching the Rams this year? You have. Let her think it. Let her think it, Janelle. Let her think it. Listen, I've been watching them, and I know that they have a better record than the Seahawks, but you know that I'm a diehard for the Seattle Seahawks. Just like Tina I goes for her team, I'm going to go for mine. Do you hear me? He didn't put the gauntlet down. He didn't put up 47 points. Janelle, she just, you know, she just done got shot for herself. But okay. Okay, I'm trying oh, to how the mighty fall. She is, for real, she clowning right now. She clowning. Well, but y'all, y'all want me to just just on my team or something just so the Rams they they can play the top, they can play the um the, the top team right about now. Um, 
the Patriots, it wouldn't matter to me. I'm still going to play. They're going to win. Well, the Patriots are not the top ten. You're going to stop counting them. Oh, they're not. You can take, you can take that oh, back yeah. right now. Patriots are not the top ten. Well, no, they're not the top team, but they're the last ones to win the, uh, <laughs> the Super Bowl. Here she go. You got to go there. You just have to. You just have to get that in every week, don't you? Ava? Every week. I just had to get it in because it's true. Just like the MVP was who? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Lord! All right, ladies, well, I have to get your opinion. Uh, you know, real quick. What? Uh, this is still football and football, and then I want to get your opinion on um, basketball. Did you ladies happen to see the hit uh, that that Danny Trevathan put on Devontae yes. Adams in the in the Bears? Yes, game? girl. Yes. And what are your yes. what are your thoughts on the suspension? So, I'm so ticked off that um, yet again someone does something wrong. I don't care what anyone says. I'm with you. It was intentional. Anytime you and anytime you uh, use your head to bring a, a player down in any form or fashion, it doesn't matter if you dis- – I mean, it's one thing if you're talking about you're disoriented if another player pushed you into that player, but that was intentional. That was blatant and intentional. And I'm ticked off that they took away one of his um, uh, suspended games because he should have been out for longer than the two that they gave him. You can't just be hurting players like that. This is it's a sport. You know what I'm saying? What's the sportsmanship? You're talking about somebody's career. You could have ended somebody's career doing that man. That's why they make it illegal. Right. Not even his career. I'm telling you now, I thought that boy was dead. I mean, I, 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 I thought he was dead. I really did. Yeah. Amy, did you see it? You thought he was dead, but you was hoping he wasn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, but I mean, I've never, I've never seen a hit that violent, and just the, just the immediate, I mean, just the immediate lifeless body just laying there, and when you look at it, and then they were just showing it in slow, slow motion, and you could see his neck just going down into his shoulder. Oh, yes, I, I thought that I did. I, I thought he was gone. I did. Oh my goodness. Thank, but by the grace of God. And he still has now, you know, all his movements in his extremities. Like that. Say that again, Angel. They, uh, they intentionally, they intent, uh, they initially, excuse me, they initially uh, suspended him for two games, but he appealed, and now he's only suspended for one. And I'm ticked about that because it's like they they pick and choose who they want to show favor to. I can't stand it. Yeah, they Wait, one thing. One thing he should have been ejected from that game. I firmly believe right. he should have been ejected. Now, in his defense, like I said at the, at the beginning of the show, he's not known as a dirty player. So it's not like he's a perfect or, um, you know, a player such as, as that caliber. So he's not known for hits like that. However, you do have to send a message that that will not be tolerated in the NFL. Right. Uh-huh. And um, I think that's why the two games. Say it. Say it. Go on. Say that again, Lou. I say, say it. It will not be tolerated. I like that. Yeah, I'm, it's like that. They have to send a message that you know, you're not gonna do this, and and think that you could just come, you know, come back and play. Um, so I do believe that two. I think two was actually light, um, but then when it was reduced to one, so I think the reduction again is based on his history, um, which again he's not a dirty player, but that play. It warranted a two-game suspension to me. So Here's the thing. Pass action is not the point here. You're talking about somebody's life you're playing with. 
I get what you're saying, that he's normally not like that. I do. I, I understand where you're coming from with that. But, I, I mean, at what point does it, you know, does it become a situation where, okay, uh, it's okay for you to do this because uh, at the point where you're telling him, okay, well, maybe the two-game uh, suspension was too much, it, it just, you know, the next player may do that, and it's like, okay, I can sit out a game. I can afford, you know, my paycheck can warrant me sitting out a game. No, that's not, it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. I don't, I understand that they have to give the players a right to appeal and things like that, but where is the rights of the player who he hit like that? Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I just disagree with it. I disagree with it. I totally understand. And, you know, just because they have the right to appeal, that doesn't mean that the NFL has to over, overturn the appeal. You know, I think at some, right. at some points, you know, you you, you got to put your foot down and be like, look, no, we're here to prove, you know, we're here to, 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 to prove a point and send a message. Because, God forbid, next time it might not come out this well. You know, right. the, the, the exactly. outcome may not be this, this well. So uh, I, to, I, agree with, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, I always like to play devil's advocate. Um, but I, I guess I'm just I say that to say I can understand maybe why they were willing to overturn it. But at the same time, if we're trying to send a message here and we're trying to take certain things out of the game, it should have just been an automatic two games. He should have taken it, and we should have, you know, shouldn't even have to talk about it. it but that should I mean, have been that, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, now I want to get your, get your opinions here on um, Russell Westbrook, his payday. Agree, disagree, in favor? What are y'all thoughts on that? I agree. Yeah, I agree 100% because that boy, he deserves it. He he does. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to mark this down. I and agree. I, as okay, well. and I saw how you was. I saw how you was throwing shade at at LeBron too. I heard that part too. How you <laughs> just threw him under the bus like he's the only shade, player yeah, that does yeah. that, and you know he's not. Come on now, stop picking on LeBron, please. Thank you so much. Okay, well, you know what? Let me let me just let me just uh, clarify that. I was not throwing shade at LeBron. I built a whole new tree. Telling the truth. No, I built a whole tree. That was some serious shade because he is oh, not the only player. So <laughs> he is not the only player who does it. But let's be real, Janelle. He is the main player. Anytime somebody, if if, if you are not a Cleveland Cavaliers season ticket holder, if you see the Cavaliers on your schedule and you do not live in Cleveland, you are going to that game to see LeBron James. You weren't going to see Kyrie Irving. You weren't going to see Kevin Love. You sure wasn't going to see Tyron Luke. Okay, you were going to see LeBron James. And for him to make the decision, because let's be real, he runs that he runs the decisions on that team. If Tyron tried to make him play, he'd be like, look, Tyron, you go sit down too. But for those mm. fans who pay that money to see him play and you're sitting and there's nothing wrong with you, I have a problem with that. I have a serious problem with that. And I think because they've, uh, the, the, the league has allowed the LeBron James of the league to do that, it's, it's nothing for the other players to do it. I mean, what's the incentive for them to play? So, yeah, I'm calling out LeBron because you the big dog, you got to accept the big dog responsibilities. Big dog, Nigga said, Miss Ampho. Did you hear that? Didn't you say? Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> now, didn't you just say maybe about 20, 30 minutes ago that you went getting on no soap box? Ain't that what you said? Did I say that? I, I could. Y
Well, I have to. I'm going to the right to retract that statement. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Yeah. All right, ladies. But it's so, not like you're wrong. It's not like you're wrong. You're 100 percent correct. That that because we, you know, you and I talked about that before. I have a problem with that as well, but. You said that like he's the only one that does it, and you know he's not. Right. He's not the only one, but none of my players do it. None of my players do it. Huh? Hmm? Huh? You huh? say hurt, ain't Lou? So they, 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 would, they just couldn't play. No, we just go ahead and get, get to our picks. <laughs> Let's get to the picks. Get to the like picks that, on two of them. That nice, that nice right curve I took. Okay, so yeah, we gotta make sure we get to the people we have time. So, ladies, y'all can hear me, right? Y'all. I can't stand neither one of you. I'm gonna sit down. I can't stand you. And I love you, right? <laughs> hey, these to be good. We know, we know you don't mean it. We know. <laughs> okay, so let me just say for the record, uh, last week for week four, um, I was nine and seven. Aunt Lou was eleven and five. And Janelle, you went eight for eight for eight. So as a whole now, I'm thirty five to twenty eight and Lou is thirty nine to twenty four. And uh, I believe Janelle you're thirty three and thirty. Okay, so um uh, it's time to get back. Who's to ahead? Get- Who's uh, ahead? I know. I don't Well you, you are don't, don't help. Say it. All right, here we go. <laughs> it's only so much I'm gonna say. Here we go. Thursday night, we have the Patriots at the Buck. Who y'all got? Patriots. Hmm. Why is it my yeah. opinion over here? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say Patriots. I really think the Bucks going to win, but I'll say Patriots. No, you go with the Bucks. Don't be trying to go with me. Yeah. Okay, so I, you I, make decisions for me. <laughs> That's you that be right. <laughs> I already got oh, my Lord. picks written out. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm picking with my first instinct this week. I'm going with my first instinct. I think the Bucks are going to okay. pull it out. Because yeah, I think they're going to pull it out, too. Now, which one are you picking now? Which one is it? Oh, I'm still picking the Patriots, but I honestly believe the Bucks are going to win. Oh, okay. Well, you know, right. go with the Bucks. You don't make any kind of sense because you know you need to oh, lose. You need to try to beat me. This ain't peer pressure with me, Luke. Oh, okay. is she being okay. raggedy? What is happening on this phone? All right, here we go. Sunday games. We got the Jets at the Browns. I'm going with the Jets. Jets and the Browns, I'm going with the Jets as well. Okay, that's a clean sweep. It'll be a miracle if the Browns win. I know, right? A game this season. Then we have the Panthers at Lions. This should be a really good game. Now, see, oh, this yes. was a hard one for me. Because they go for 3-1-0, and oh, and the Panthers are second place in their division, and the Lions are first place. I'm going to go with the Lions. All right. Janelle? Yes, ma'am, I'm going with the Lions. All right. Well, that's pretty sweet. We are going with the Lions. Then we have yeah. the at the Colts. Keep your commentary to yourself. Put the pick. Colts. Colt. <laughs> you ought to join us, team. Come on, join us. Come on, join us, join us, join us. You know what? Look like the, the nail team I'm has not. a fight this week. 
Yeah, we have a bye this week. Forty nine. The team that I don't ever the the team that I don't ever root for has a bye this week too. Okay, that's true. But my 49ers, we get off the field because the Colts, they don't have a quarterback or a defense, and uh, I'm this is it. But if we don't win, now, they might be the last on my pick. Okay, then we got the Okay, Titans. you know how you made that comment about every time you root for, root for that team, they always they end up losing? That's how come I can't root for your 49ers because they, every time I say 49ers, they lose on me. Okay, well, pick the Colts then. Thank you. Well, they're going to lose for the rest of the year. They're going to be 0-16 probably or 0-20, whatever. I mean, they're going to be 0-16. Right. I said, with the Titans and the Dolphins, we've moved on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, move on, baby. Move on. <laughs> I'm going with the Titans. I'm going with the Titans. <laughs> you ought to be crying. I know I would be. Titans. Okay, now what's the next one? Titans and Dolphins. I say Titans. Titans, okay. That's a clean sweep. We're all going with the Titans. Then we have the Bills at the Bengals. Bills. Bills. All right, we all got a clean sweep there. We're going with the Bills. Okay, then we have the Chargers at the Giants. This is the Battle of the Owen Fours. Chargers. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I'm going with the Giants. I I think Eli's getting sick of losing. I think he's going to try and pull his team out the hole this week. Mm -hmm. Okay, Okay. so now you go on, Giants. And what do you say, Keith? Who do you pick, Angelo? Chargers. Oh, Chargers, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Only because they're at home. I'm going with the Giants. But I really don't feel good about this pick either. But they, I don't <laughs> they might end up in a tie. Um, all right, then we have the Jaguars at the Steelers. Steelers. Okay. Yes. Oh, I got Steelers. 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 Yeah, okay, I got down. Okay. Then we have the Eagles. Um, then we have the Steelers. Cardinals at the Eagles. <clears throat> you said the Cardinals where? At the Eagles. The Eagles. Okay, Angel. It's, it's, it's not the Cardinals at the Eagles, is it? It's, you're serious. I'm sorry. Eagles. I said Eagles. I had to find it on my paper. Sorry. Okay, Lou Reed. I'm a reader. I'm a reader. Okay, right, get your paper together. Yeah. Here we go. Seahawks at the Rams. <laughs> Seahawks. Rams. 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 Yeah, I, I said I already go Rams. Rams. Okay, you want Rams now? Okay, I think I think yeah. the Rams gonna pull this one out too. Um, all right, then we have the Ravens at the Raiders. 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 Because what Ra- the Raiders okay. are at home. And, What's uh, that, Lou? They, they can't What'd you say? What'd you uh, say? Yeah, they have. They have. They've only, and they've only put up like 10 points the past two games. But uh, I'm going with the Raiders. You just go on with the Raiders. I'm a. Oh, that's so hard. Should I go with y'all? Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> I say maybe the Raiders because they're at home. Okay, well, I'm, I'm picking, picking the Raiders because they're at home, and the Ravens, they ain't showed me nothing. So, Okay, Raiders, 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 because I need to stay ahead of the girls. Mm, okay, Raiders. and then we have, this is, the, this is the game of the week, Packers at the Cowboys. Ooh, that's going to be a game right there. I hope the Packers have a hole in the Cowboys' neck. Packers. 
That's what I'm going with. What you going with, Janelle and Nell? Nelly Nell? The Packers. Okay. Yeah, but that really like the Cowboys. Cowboys. Me, the toss up. But I think the Packers pull it out. I just have faith in the Cowboys. All right, so that's a clean sweep. Then we have the night game, the Chiefs at the Texans. Chiefs and the Texans, you said? Yes. That's going to that's gonna be a good game, too. Yeah. I say Chiefs. Yeah, I think the Chiefs, too, but that's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a good game, so I need to watch that. I'm going with the Chiefs, but it would not surprise me if the Texans win this. The only reason I'm going with the Chiefs, they running back, Hunt. Uh, Hunt. And um, I don't know if the Texans could stop that little rascal. But if anybody can, it might be the Texans. But, um, okay, so that's the point. We're all going with the Chiefs. And then Monday night, the Vikings at the Bears. But, I mean, Vikings. Yeah, I chose the Vikings, too. Although okay. they keep disappointing me. Yeah, I know. And then they just lost their running back, too. I know. But the Bears, but the bears, so the bears don't I'm have it. Yeah, the Bears ain't got their act right on right now. That's the only yeah, reason they, I keep saying Vikings. But they play good at home, though. They play good at home. So we're all playing sweet with them. Clean sweet. Are we clean sweet? Yes, I'm going with the Vikings as well. All right, so this we'll we'll see how this all plays out. Okay, anybody watching baseball? Are y'all keeping up with the baseball playoffs? You know the wild card games are going on right now. Yeah, the wild card game. I was reading about that earlier today. Mhm. Oh, you were reading about it, so you didn't watch it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I said, <laughs> let me be honest. Listen, I work is crazy right now. I got too much stuff going on. I I couldn't. I didn't have time. And that's not something that I record because I can't. I'm one of those people who love to watch baseball live. I want to be there. But to have to watch the game, I will be fast forward through the whole thing. So I might as well just go ahead and look at the scores and call it a day right now. I got you. I got you. It's football season. They pulled it out last. You don't care about nothing else but football when it's football season. That's what I said. I got it, but. Oh, okay. Well, I, I like baseball, though, when it comes to the playoffs. This this is my favorite time of the year, really. It's because it's going to be basketball. is going to start up in a minute, so it's going to be basketball, football, and baseball. Football and baseball, so, yeah. That, now, when yeah. it gets to be like that, that's when it gets to be interesting. Yeah. All right. So uh, I just want to give a shout-out for the bit. My sister Betty, my oldest sister's birthday, will be the 10th, and we won't be back uh, until the 11th, correct? Correct. So I just wanted to give a shout out to her, even though she's gone. She would have been, I think she would have been 73 to, uh, on the 10th. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, Miss Wilson, I'm going to give a shout out to you because I'm so very proud of you, how you've been keeping up with the stats. You are doing an excellent job. Now I need you to start watching the game from start to finish on your team. That's, that's going to be your. <laughs> One thing at a time, you know, one thing at a time. She's on the road. Now she's doing good. <laughs> you know she has to throw something negative in there because you got to get me some kind of way. It's all good. I'll try to do my best. And then I'll, I'll try to do my best. <laughs> you know what I mean? you was about negative. I was, I was trying to encourage you to support your team from start to finish. That wasn't negative. Okay. It, well, I'll say it wasn't negative, but you try to throw a little shade. I don't call it shade. Can I say shade? 
But it's all right. You did an excellent job. So one thing at a time. I'm, I'm proud of you, Lou. Okay, but but uh, uh, Tina, that uh, Vegas thing was just horrific. It was horrible. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yes, it really it was. was. Yeah. Let's make sure we definitely keep all them, all those, you know, family members and people um, in Vegas in our prayers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tina, if you log on to um, if you log on to the NFL Network, you'll be able to see your team um, that shot that you were talking about because I actually did see it on the game and it was incredible. Okay. Yeah, I figured. It, I figured it, if it was going to be anywhere, it would be there. I just haven't had time to, to check it out. But thank you though, because I definitely will. Um, I'm gonna do that tonight. As a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Well, as always, a wonderful segment. Wonderful, wonderful segment. So until next All right, week, girl, yes, we'll and um, we'll see who wins next week. I gotta stay ahead of Janelle. <laughs> oh, what? Wait a minute. Why me? Why you always picking on me? Is what I wanna know. Why you gotta stay ahead of me? How come you can't right stay ahead now, of us? <laughs> right now, first place is me. Second place is you. Tina's third place. I don't. Tina, I don't need to worry about Tina. No, no, no. I'm in second place. What you talking no, about? No, no, now no, you ain't gonna put me down. I'm in oh, second. Oh, you in second? I'm sorry. I heard it wrong. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, I Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. My feelings are very hurt. I can't believe that I'm losing, but it's okay. You know, I got. I'm only a quarter into the season. Whew, something's got to change, though. But okay. But yeah, I'm holding on. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very thin lead. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> All right, ladies. And Tina, does always wonderful last year. All right, and I love you, girls, and y'all have a wonderful week. You will well, love you right. All right. Bye now. Bye. Goodbye. Three four seven eight six seven nine two four is the number to call. <clears throat> excuse me to talk to the ladies of sports. So yes, hey, I knew Aunt Lou was gonna rub it in, but yes, she is. She's winning the winning the picks, y'all. I I couldn't make it up if I, if I tried. All right. So what happened in the world of sports today, October the fourth? I'm so glad you asked me. Let me go ahead and tell you. 1981. This is when he was Bruce Jenner. And Harry Belafonte, they debuted in their first dramatic role in NBC TV's Grambling White Tiger. Never heard of it. All right, then in 1987, NFL owners used replacement personnel to play games despite the players' strikes. And then 2001, Barry Bonds of the San Francisco Giants, he hit his 70th home run of the season to tie Mark McGuire's major league record. Bonds also moved past Reggie Jackson on the all-time list with his 564th career home run. All right. And that is what happened in the world of sports October the 4th. Yes, so I mentioned it um, in baseball news, wild card game for the AL, uh, that's the American League. The Twins fell to the Yankees last night, 4-8. to eight. Um, The Yankees, that was their first postseason win since Game 5 of the 2012 American League Divisional Series. So that snaps the third longest drought without a postseason win in franchise history. And Judge is the truth. He was 2-4, of two home runs, uh, two runs and home runs. So he is on it. And now for Minnesota, that's their 13th straight postseason loss dating back to 2004. And tonight we have the National League wild card game. It is the Rockies at the Diamondbacks, all right? So we'll definitely keep you posted on the MLB playoffs. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it. As I 
oh, telling you, these two hours, they just go by so, so, so quick. I hope you enjoyed half as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. And I forgot to mention the teams that are on a bye this week in the NFL, the Falcons, the Broncos, the Saints, and the Redskins, all right? So, again, that's going to do it. Um, shout out to everybody listening in on the phone lines at 661-670-678-508-678-926. That's my daddy. Hey, daddy. 770-896. I believe that's Uncle Tucker. What's going on, Uncle Tucker? Uh, 678-898. Thank you. 336-601. Again, as I always say, whether it's 20 minutes or the whole two hours, I appreciate the support. You will never know how much. To everybody listening in online, in the chat room, on Facebook Live, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, words just cannot express. So make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend about your girl on Wednesday night. All right, artists who celebrated a birthday, as I mentioned, India Ari, she turned 42 on October the 3rd. Birthdays today, Jabril Peppers turns 22. Liv Shriver, uh, anybody who watched Ray Donovan? All right, shout out to him. Uh, turns 50. Susan Sarandon, the actress, turns 71. Russell Simmons, yes, run, run, DMC, the founder um, of the uh, label. Excuse me, turns 60 today. Alicia Silverstone, she turns 41. Lil Mama, the little rapper, she turns 28. Rich Homie Kwan, have absolutely no idea what he sings, but he turns 28 today. And Derek Rose, formerly of my Chicago Bulls, now with the Cleveland Cavaliers, he turns 29 today. So happy birthday to them. All right. Once again, a great big shout out to Aunt Lou. She did that. Oh, she brought them lyrics today. I'm, I'm so proud of you, Aunt Lou, for bringing the strength with Lucinda's lyrics and Janelle, uh, the three amigos. As always, wonderful segment, ladies. I love you more than words can describe. And last, but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, for your support for everything you do for me for LL Sports Two, for holding down the timeline, for holding down Facebook. I couldn't and wouldn't want to do it without you, Essie. I love you. All right, so that's going to do it. Y'all will be back when? Don't forget, 30 minutes later for the next three Wednesdays because I will be attending Bible study. So the show will be from 8.30 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To catch me, 347-826-7924. Log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Or also you can catch me on Facebook Live. The name is Tina D. Jackson. You friend me, I tag you, and that's how this relationship works, all right? And um, as we just closed out our segment, don't forget, please, keep all of those um, in Las Vegas in your prayers, the ones who will unfortunately now be making arrangements to bury their loved ones, for those who are still at the hospital, um, praying for those who, you know, are still in critical condition, um, and the ones who have yet to be released, it seems to get worse and worse, y'all, these tragedies. And the um, only thing I can say is give it over to the Lord because he is always and always will be in control. But let's please keep those families in our prayers. And with that, there's only one thing left. You already know, TJ's motivational moment. No matter how much we try not to, we do it. No matter how many times it happens, we are angered by it. We mourn the loss from it, but eventually we move on from it. No matter how egregious the acts become, no how catastrophic the devastation continues to be, whether it happens to you directly, whether you know someone involved or you just empathize with the situation, 
We all take this precious thing called life for granted. But just think about what all we do take for granted. You know, going through your daily lives, the most simple of daily duties that we take for granted. During the recent storm, many of us couldn't perform simple tasks because we had no power. You know, you don't realize how much you depend on electricity until you don't have any. And whenever we experience these acts of nature, you don't realize the impact that it has on our ability to just, you know, receive meats and produce to our local grocery stores. They can't fill the shelves if the plants or farms that produce the inventory are not in commission. But again, we take all that for granted. And then something as simple as, as routine as, as innocent as going to church, going to a nightclub, and now going to a concert can be, could be, the last time you see a loved one alive. Even more tragic, you're attending this function with your loved one, and now you're witness to them taking their last breath. We are living in times of peril. The times of innocence are no more. We must always be aware of our surroundings. We must always pay attention to those in our proximity. We can no longer assume that a simple outing or a much-anticipated event will be without incident or tragedy. No, we cannot live our lives in fear, but we must be vigilant. We must always be aware, and we can no longer say, oh, that would never happen here, or that can't happen to me. One day, tomorrow will not come for each and every one of us. But what we should not do, what we cannot do any longer, or take these times we do have with our loved ones for granted. I say a special prayer for all those families who are about to endure the terrible hardship of having to bury their loved ones. And then I pray God's strength over them as they deal with this horrible tragedy for the days, months, and years to come. They no, ha- they no longer have the opportunity to bring closure to any unresolved issues. But you do. So that argument you had, those issues you need to address, that misunderstanding that is still unresolved, family, these are the times that we must come together and stop finding things or allowing things to pull us apart. Otherwise, you will find yourself finally saying, I'm sorry, over a casket. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Y'all have a great rest of your week and a wonderful weekend. Until next time, be good to others, be good to yourself, but most of all, Y'all be blessed. Forget next week. The show starts at 8.30. Until then, bye-bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.